0: Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello there. This is Deb Weekly, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. We've got a fantastic uh, time that I have here with my dear friend Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Hey, Melissa is in Texas. All things Texas. Melissa <laughs> loves Texas. I'm from Texas., yep. I've known yep. I've known Melissa since I before I was a Christian, I've known you. Yep. And we were doing hair together as hairdressers in a hair salon. I was in your wedding. And she was in my wedding. Yes. We go way back. She led me to Jesus. She's amazing. Amazing, amazing. And so we are here to talk to you guys about how to get ready for Christmas. And what we thought we would do is we would give you our best tip uh, to think about how to get ready for Christmas. But before we go into our tip, Melissa, I would like for you to tell everybody about you and what do you love about Christmas and also about your family?
1: Oh, well what do I love about Christmas? Um, you know, as a believer, of course it's Jesus, right? We celebrate um, birth. Um, but I love, I love the festive time. Uh, I love because I am organized and there are certain things about Christmas and different holidays that I do love. We talked about Thanksgiving last week, but, um, I love, uh, I love wrapping presents. I, honestly, that's probably one of my favorite things that I love about Christmas is wrapping presents. Always, you know, I'm I'm I like, I will wrap anybody's presents. I love wrapping I wish presents. I you
0: lived here. I would
1: let you wrap <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I would take you up on that. I love wrapping presents. Um, But I just love the whole seasonal part of it. I love to, to get decorated as fast as I can. And one of my favorite times, really, once everything is done, I love to sit in front of my tree in my quiet time in the morning with the lights on, no other lights, but except my Christmas lights and just have my quiet time with Jesus and uh with a cup of coffee. I mean, that's and just sit there and just look at the beautiful lights and just um I don't know, it's just a just a very um special time for me. So, but of course I love the the family and all of those types of things, just the everything that we love about Christmas, the foods and everything. So, um, but that's that's about it.
0: Did I, I answer your question? That. Yes. Okay. I love Christmas too. I love it because it's it's filled with wonder. Like yeah. I uh I love thinking about the wonder of Christmas and Jesus. And there's so much to wonder about God and just the magnificence of who he is. And he's amazing. And just the fact that the creator of heaven and earth, Alpha and the Omega, Mm -hmm. he would come down and die a brutal death for us. Mm. And it's such a beautiful um. It's beautiful to ponder his birth and it's beautiful to ponder his death just for what he did for us. And so I'm really thankful for Christmas and Easter and Lent and Advent and all of it, because I love it. Our hearts are able to be pointed towards the Lord. And um, yeah, I love it. So, all right. Well, Melissa, you've got a great tip for our moms and uh, I would love for you to share it. Yeah. So Melissa uh, is a big contributor to holidays with the help club. And she's going to be covering some of it in this book from today. Sorry to interrupt you, Melissa, uh, but I just wanted you guys to know that if you're like, "What is she talking about?" You can find everything in this book on Amazon. It's eleven ninety nine. It's a special holiday book that we did. Helps you be organized. Melissa did all these videos on YouTube. You can find her videos on the YouTube. They're amazing. And so, sorry, now you can go tell us. Yeah, about no, no, that's <laughs> good. And because I was getting right to say I was going to show yeah. that I was going to show yeah. it
1: before we get started. But in that book, right? So one of my one of the favorite things that we actually um, it's actually the introduction to everything we did in the holidays books. And it, it, it's basically planning your priorities because if you, you just really need to know what your priorities are in life period. But especially when you have all of these coming in things coming in at Christmas time, you're still managing your children's schools. You are still managing your activities, their sports and, People coming in possibly for the holiday, or you going to people's houses for the holidays, wrapping gifts, decorating. So now you have all these things, and so. But prioritizing was one of the things that I felt like was one of the most important things that we cover. And uh, in in the holidays uh, for Help Club, the the book that we that we put together was a. Um, it, we actually took a whole section and talked about planning your priorities, and I'm just going to read just a little bit uh, what we wrote, and that was that priorities are important um are the important activities practices relationships into which i put genuine effort and time because they define my purpose the reason for which i was created and i think sometimes that we especially now and i i don't know about you Deborah but my goodness instagram and everything that that women have at their fingertips online can be so overwhelming because you want to do it all and what i I guess what I would love to encourage each mom, each woman to really look at is the fact that know what your priorities are because they're going to be different than anybody else's on Instagram or even in your church or even in your play groups or whatever. And, but when you know what your priorities are, it enables you to have confidence in your life and everything that you put your hand to. Um, and you will feel satisfied. Truly. It will make you feel satisfied. Um, And going on, it talks about priorities are foundational to building a strong spiritual hope, one or home one day at a time. And we talked about priorities being equivalent to your non-negotiables. So if you think of your priority, these are the non-negotiables in your life, which probably for most of us are our our husbands, our kids, our home, and then on and on. And we talk about this in this book, actually. But, you know, the Bible in Matthew 537 says, Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And when you have your priorities nailed down and solidified, like I said earlier, it gives you so much confidence in in everything, you know, in those areas of your life. And you don't have regret or you don't look back and go, oh, I wish I could do that because of whatever. But, um, you know, and I mean, you might not be the most talented person and the creative and all those types of things but let it go because there are going to be other things that are that you are going to excel in because it's it's your priority and that's that's where we grow and that's where we do our best things is when we have our priorities nailed down. So all right, I beat that one over the head.
0: <laughs> oh no, that was good though because I think knowing your priorities going into December is you're going to know that we need to have dinner together as family. And you're going to plan that. And and you're going to know that You know, my kids need some downtime because they're going to be really busy and you're going to realize that and you're going to know with your priorities. Oh, my husband, you know, we should plan a date night in December or we should plan a time where we can just, you know, go talk somewhere or or I can go play whatever tennis or do like you guys do CrossFit and uh, you and Larry do CrossFit. I love that. And I just feel like knowing your priorities, your husband, your children, the Lord, you know, your work comes after all that Your Housekeeping, everything you need to do, your shopping, but your big priorities are Jesus, your husband, your children. And knowing your priorities will help you. Just like you said, if you realize that your family is taxed out with too many things, you're going to say no with ease. Just I love that you brought up that scripture, Melissa. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yep. That's
1: uh, that is, I think a lot of women want to say yes to everything, and mm-hmm. we get bogged down and we get overwhelmed. And so it, it is, it is a good scripture to claim for
0: sure. It is good. You know, Melissa, I think we should talk for just a minute because we did not have Instagram or Facebook uh-huh. or computers. We didn't have anything, but we did compare ourselves. Like I would compare myself to other moms that I knew in person or authors, maybe of books, like we had books, but like, how do you feel like. Um, like we had other things, we had TV, like, you know, we have to be careful that we don't romanticize our, our life as a mom, but do you feel like it was easier probably without social media? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I really, I get overwhelmed
1: with social media sometimes. I think, um, that, yeah, even, even at my age, and I'm sure you do too, mm-hmm. um, but yes, no. It was it was easier because we would have books or magazines, you know, you're standing in the in the line and there's all the magazines with all of the seasonal things on. You grab one of those and you're looking through those and that's but that's about the most that we
0: got. That was, that was it. it. Yeah. So, yeah, we had books, we had a uh, man, I had um well, Emily Barnes, you and I both loved Emily mm-hmm. Barnes. We'd go to her workshops when she traveled around and I have several of her books, her holiday books. I would follow those, but it was different like I, if I, if I was looking at someone's house, that was like, say house beautiful, I would have to have been in that house. You know what I mean? And, um, so yeah, I, I do feel for these moms today that are inundated. And so maybe part of your priorities this Christmas is to turn off your phone, you know, like turn off, limit your exposure to social media. Maybe that would be helpful to where you could have more time and be able to focus on your priorities. So, Yeah. Yeah. I think it is good. I think it can be a tool. Like I use it for a tool, um, but I could see how being a young mom, you'd probably compare yourself a lot. That would be really hard. The good thing is when you get older, you don't compare yourself as much. <laughs> you think so, Melissa? It kind of gets really good. Like when you get in your older, when you're in your fifties and you're like, no, I'm not going to compare myself now because, you know, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, but anyway, yeah,
1: so no, that is,
0: that is true. We are, I,
1: I'm a lot more relaxed um, in my home, in everything that I do because um, it, it just—it's not worth it to stay so keyed up and to be uptight. And I—I'm that way anyway. That's part of my personality. So, uh,
0: yeah, no, I agree. What would be a tip though that we could help? Like the moms might be thinking, okay, fine. So tell us not to not to feel bad about ourselves or compare. But how do we do that? Like, what would be a good tip? That could help a mom nowadays not to compare themselves or not to feel bad about their families? Or what would you say?
1: Well, I think it going back to our priorities. So mm-hmm. let's just say um, possibly could it be, I'm going to have to think about that one for just a little bit. Just uh, if you have something on the top of your head. I do.
0: I could say something off the top of my head. I was just thinking how. Um, the Bible even talks about it, that he who compares himself is not wise or compares himself to others is not wise. You know, he talks about comparing ourselves with, with ourselves is not wise. Um, yeah, it's just a hard discipline, I guess. You know what else, you know, what helps me not to compare. Do you know what the Bible says about envy? It's, it's really kind of, um. I mean, God is so good. I don't believe that he just, you know, makes things happen like this, but I do fear God. Right. Um, and it talks about the fact that envy rots the bones
1: mm.
0: Envy, it says it plain as day. Mm. It is uh let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, envy rots the bones. I'm like, okay, how could we get more plain? I think about osteoporosis as we get older. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it is linked or anything, but I'm just saying that I feel like the Lord um, doesn't want us to do that. He says, "A heart at peace." Proverbs fourteen thirty: A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. And New Living Translation says, "A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Jealousy is like cancer in the bones." That's horrible. That's like, I just think, oh my goodness, that's terrible. King James Bible, a sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Oh my goodness. I mean, don't we all kind of fall to that a little bit from time to time? Right. Jesus, I just pray over myself, Melissa, and anybody watching or listening to this podcast or the video watching the video god that you would protect us from envy that you would help us to see that it is a serious sin and that we need to have nothing to do with it but just like everything else god we can do nothing apart from you so come holy spirit help us all not to compare ourselves and not to envy lord protect us from that sin and we trust you help us to be content with our homes and our families and to receive from you each day what you want us to do to make our family the very best it can be possibly be in the power of the holy spirit without striving but doing things your way with the wisdom that you give to us in jesus name Mm, amen yeah okay did you have a little tip or did you? Uh, the priorities was the but, one well. It was about the um. You know, when we get in our fifties, the other thing is is they kind of leave our brains <laughs> kind of go off just a little bit. I can move on. Okay. All right. So uh, I was just saying a, a little tip about comparison. Um,
1: oh, comparison. Oh, oh, back to the comparison. You know. Well, you brought up envy, and I was thinking, okay, I don't, I don't really. Um, I truly. Um, we all have our. I'm. I'm not saying I've never been envious, but that's not really one of my. Things. I, have things. I love to see people succeed. And I love, I have so many, I stay in a constant state of being overwhelmed. I am blessed to have so many creative people in my life mm-hmm. that it blows my mind. And I, and I'm always telling them, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. And I, and I realize I have my capabilities and I recognize that. <laughs> but um, and actually, when you were talking about we were talking about, going, you know, people going to Pinterest and social media and looking at all their ideas. And I want to do that craft or I want to do this with my kid or want, we want to go here. Um, I think I really bask in the fact that I keep to traditions, which I know can be they can kind of be boring because you do the same thing over and over. But I guess because my kids are older now and they, I get the feedback from them, what they love so much about whether it's the way I decorate and I, and I, my house does vomit Christmas. It does, (laughs) but I decorate the same way almost every year. I might change a ribbon. I might change this or that, but it's minimal. So I take pictures every year of what I do, like, I mean, literally, like if I have, I'm looking at a lamp right now that I have some greenery around or my fall decor. And like, I would take a picture of that and go, okay, those two, those two picks go with that lamp. So that when I go back to next year, I'll just look and go oh, I've done that. I've done that. And I, all my stuff is, so I don't really change that much because it does take a lot of effort. When you, when you have Christmas, as much as I have in my house, um, it takes a long time to decorate, but, uh, it's just going back to changing what you do and being confident in what you do and it's at your own hand it comes out of your own mind and nothing wrong with doing Etsy or um, I keep on going to saying Etsy uh, Pinterest and all that but to me that's just overwhelming. it stresses me out. <laughs> that's true that's <laughs> I, I just you know um, if I would have had it back then I probably would I, even younger, I probably would have said I'm not looking at that. I might take one thing one thing and change. And then that would be it. But everything else is going to be the same. That's
0: actually a really good, a really good way of looking at one thing, maybe add one thing, change one thing. That would be a really nice way to say, you know what, I'm updating a little bit or we're changing it up a little. And, but, and also I think there's value in saying my home is good enough. Amen. Amen. Right, my home is good enough. My family is good enough. I am a good enough mom. My marriage is good. You know what I'm saying? It's there are. I love that quote. There's no way to be a perfect mom, but there are millions of ways to be a really great mom. Mm. Don't you love that? I love that. So ask God how to be the best mom you can be for your family. Okay, the tip I wanted to talk about is also in Holidays with the Help Club book, and on page 34 and 35. There is a monthly planner. And in this monthly planner, what you can do is plan out your whole December. Now, this is what I used to do whenever my children were growing up is I would print out a plan sheet for weekly plan. But I like that there's a monthly planner in this book. And I would go to a coffee shop and I would bring my date book back in the day, right? We had paper date books and I'd bring my date book and I would sit down and I would pray and ask the Lord. For his wisdom in my December and I would commit my December to the Lord and I would put down uh, whatever events my children had things that I wanted to do in my family like traditions like we do Saint Lucia Day. I love Saint Lucia Day it's December 13th. my granddaughter loves it uh, it's remembering um just I always loved to remind my children of faithful Christians and she uh, is a is a young girl that lived. Uh, a long time ago, you can Google it. She lived in Italy and she gave her, she sold her dowry to feed the Christians hiding in the catacombs, um, uh, trying to escape persecution. And she was killed for it, but uh, there's a beautiful way to celebrate it. And so we celebrate that, but that's always a big focus of my December is December 13th. And I know everybody's coming over. I know my granddaughter's coming over. We'll do cookies. we'll, she has a little crown that she wears and, uh, and I take her in the closet with this little battery-operated crown. Gigi wears one on with flames. I have a candle crown that I wear. And she has a battery-operated one. I need to order one for my other granddaughter now. But we'll go in the closet and we talk about Jesus being the light of the world. We'll turn uh, uh, off off the lights and see how dark it is. And then um, we'll turn the light back on and we'll push our battery They put their battery on. So it'll light up their crown. We turn off the lights and look, there's light. And Jesus is the light. He brings light. And we talk about St. Lucia and how she gave her life for the Lord. And, you know, it's definitely a mild version because they're little. But my granddaughter remembers it. And I have a picture of her on my fridge. And she goes, that's St. Lucia Day. And she loves it. But that's something that we do. And so I know that on Saint Lucia Day, I need to set aside time to bake the cookies, or special cookies. And I'm just just going through your own traditions that you do in your home, and you know, and with you, you and I, we're in weirdly different seasons. Uh, you know, your kids are married; you don't have any grandkids yet, but that's going to change. And then you're going to have new. I mean, our lives are always changing, right? Always changing. So just look at your year for this year and what can you do this year that you love to do? Put it on the calendar. Make sure that you put family dinners on your calendar. Make sure that you put downtime on your calendar and make sure you put time for you to really think about Jesus. Maybe you can read, um, well, of course, we have our devotions here. If you're going through the book, the Wise Woman Abides book, everybody who's, that's what we're doing these videos for is the Wise Woman Abides book. And there's devotions all through this book to help your um, heart stay focused on Jesus Is Christmas. There's devotions in the holidays with the Help Club to help you stay uh, focused on Jesus as well. But I think that's a big deal to make sure you have enough margin for yourself to exercise. To uh, try to eat right as much as you can, and to have some time with the Lord, some peace in your own heart. So that's my number one tip. So Melissa's is priorities, and I guess mine is planning. So P and P,
1: and just to add on to yours, this monthly planner and the weekly planner. I, when we did the videos, because uh, as Deborah had said, there are videos that we put together for each one of the forms that we created. And in the video, if it's not written actually in the book, but we did talk about how today most moms use their their phones for their calendar, and that's fine. Um, it's taken a while for me to to get. My husband's always like, "Did you put that in our calendar?" and so we can share it. And I'm like, "Oh no," because I'm a paper calendar gal. You know, it's like, let me look at my planner. But it stays on my desk. But the advantage to having and I, and you can still use your phone, of course. But the advantage to having what Deborah is talking about, the monthly planner, is that it's 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 out for the family to see. The family can't see your calendar in your phone. It's not it's not open to the family, so you don't necessarily have to use our monthly planner. Um, but if you do buy the book, you will have access to be able to print those those out or find one free uh, somewhere else. But it, if you do write your the menu down or you know what y'all are eating, what Deborah had mentioned that. Um, It helps the family know how to prepare and help you actually And last, in our last video we talked about during the holidays Thanksgiving to help to delegate really bring in your children and make let them be a part of of the decorating of the meal planning of the meal prep and all of these things that I just mentioned are actually in my videos that I did years ago when we actually created the holidays book, and we just take them a little bit uh, more in depth on the ideas that you can do to incorporate.
0: I and think they successful. Good. So helpful. Uh, go to YouTube. They're free. They're on YouTube. Just type in holidays with the help club and you'll see Melissa's videos. They're super helpful about cleaning, prepping food, everything. Like there's everything you need to know. So, all right, Melissa, is there one other little thing that you have for our moms or, uh, and I'll start to pray.
1: Yeah. Let me look through my notes just to make sure we didn't miss anything. Um, Oh yes, the actually the the labels we brought those up last oh, time. yes, Thanksgiving. Um, we do the the Christmas labels that go on your storage boxes. We have the Thanksgiving and the Christmas labels, so makes it easier to be able to find your boxes if you don't if they're not all in red, or it just helps you identify them a little bit quicker. And then on that note too, it helps your kids. So your kids, you can again bring them in to pulling out those boxes, um, marking on the labels. I, I think I taught, covered cover this actually in the video as well. But to put what's in the box on the label. And then um, when I mentioned taking pictures, that was one of the other things that I that I brought up is if you take pictures of how you decorate, then that box, you go back to those pictures and the kids can actually take that area because you already have pictures and say this. Box goes in this room, and this is the way you decorate it. And boom, you have a room totally decorated.
0: Oh man, that is so good! I love that pictures idea. Well, you know what I'll do? I'll set. I'll. I'll I'll share the labels for the Christmas video for the Christmas labels here. We did Thanksgiving ones last time. I think that's a brilliant idea. We have Christmas boxes. I have them labeled Christmas. I have the big uh, things in my in my cup. uh, The closet, whatever that thing is called, I have pictures in there as well. And, uh, it's really helped a lot. I mean, I have labels, so it's really helped. So anyway, all right, guys, thank you for watching our video or listening to the podcast. I'm going to close this in prayer. It's going to be a great Christmas season. So Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for Melissa and just her amazing example to all of us as a godly woman. And thank you for how she pours into this next generation. And Lord, I pray that all of our moms that are listening or watching the video, that you will help them to have your wisdom for planning a great December, that they would know exactly what they should be doing this December um, for their holiday season, for their children and their husband. And Lord, that there'd be peace in their home and they would be able to think about you and spend time with you and read little devotions and scriptures about you, God and Lord, that you would be number one in their home all Christmas long in Jesus name. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, one last little thing for our moms that are following through in the wise woman abides. This is the last teaching video for this book and, um, just go all the way through this book takes you all the way through new year's. And you are going to love it. So keep going uh, with a relative things during each week of the holiday season. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you so much. And we'll see you guys next year. Goodbye. Oh, there we go.